Welcome. This is My Truth is a platform for honest, open conversations. The stories I share or that others share are often not spoken about or discussed, but once told, I believe they have the ability to shine a light on another perspective or a much needed conversation. These stories may make us laugh, some may make us cry, but together we will learn from one another and begin to heal. Because walls need to be torn down, masks need to come off, stories need to be heard in order for our truths to be told. This is my truth. Will you tell me yours? Hello, hello, podcast world. I am so excited to have this conversation with you today. Before we jump into what I want to talk about today, which is trust, I wanted to take a moment to one, acknowledge why I'm laughing, which is I'm sitting out on my porch and I have my headphones in. I'm obviously recording this podcast and I just imagined any one of my neighbors coming out and being like, what, what is Jessie doing? Like talking to herself. And so I actually wanted to kick off this episode by saying thank you to each and every one of you who has provided feedback or thoughts or left a review or a rating. It one is really appreciated. And I truly believe that with feedback, we can all get better. But two, it really does help me feel connected and feel like I am not just shouting into a black void. Um, So I want to take a moment and just acknowledge two of the reviews. Um, So the first is from R.D. Jags, and it says, the podcast came at the exact right time for me. Thanks, Jesse. Definitely worth a listen. And the second one is from Bubba H.S.S. J and it says we are someone we know who has dealt with infertility issues in some form or another. This podcast is great to show us that we are not alone. Highly recommend. And what I love about this, these is that again, it's this idea of connection and community. And I truly believe that through sharing personal stories by one of us taking a piece of our mask off, even if it's just for a second, it allows the other person on the receiving end to just take a deep breath and relax and take off their mask for a second too. And it's in that magic happens. And for me, that's all, that's what connectivity and connection is all about. And from there, that breeds empathy. Because when you're able to see something from a different perspective, that is what gets me excited and what gets me up every morning. Because as humans, we just want to be able to connect authentically with one another. And I'm excited to create space for people to do that. So what does this have to do with trust? Well. I will be honest with you all. Trusting myself has been and is a continuous work in progress for me. And I was thinking about some stories that I wanted to share um, with regards to this topic. But in, I just want to acknowledge that 
when I say trust yourself or when I read the book Untamed, which I absolutely love, there were so many pieces of that that resonated with me. But I actually journaled earlier today. Trust yourself, they say. Look inward. Be still. Surrender. Giving up control. Letting go. They say it's easy, but for me it's not. And so I just want to acknowledge that, you know, for me, this has very much been an evolution. And sometimes it's two steps forward, four steps back, or one step forward and six steps back. But I keep coming back to this notion that in order to fully let go, in order to fully surrender, I intrinsically need to be able to trust myself. And without unpacking every little bit of, of why that is difficult for me, part of that being my journey to becoming a mom and my journey with infertility and the frustration I felt around my body to not be able to do what it was quote-unquote supposed to do. But... I wanted to share a different story. So it's actually a story of my youngest, um, who is two. And um, her name is Quinn. We sometimes call her Q. And what I have noticed about Q is that she, you know the saying that like the kids, kids learn fear, right? Kids have no fear. This is so true of Quinn in particular. And maybe it's because she's two, maybe it's because we, she's yet to, you know, be in, especially with quarantine, has yet to sort of be in many situations where fear has crept in. But Quinn will leap off couches. She will leap off like the highest part of a playground. And what is so fascinating to me about that is her ability to just trust that either someone will catch her or she will be able to land on her own two feet. And so often I look over and she just has this big, big smile and this giggle. She also does this like giggle snort and she'll just like fling herself off of something. And, you know, sometimes she gets hurt, but unfailingly every single time she gets hurt, she, she'll cry, and then sort of whimper and look around. And if someone's around, she might sort of smile and ask for help. But more and more I've been noticing that she just sort of picks herself up and goes back and does it again. And in watching her, this memory, this moment came back to me of when I was pregnant, well, I wasn't pregnant. I had just had Lucy. She was maybe, I don't know, six or seven weeks old. And I was reading the book, The Baby Whisperer by, I don't know, I think it's by Tracy something. I know she's British or I assume she's British. Um, and in the book, I... Lucy was not the easiest baby. She cried a lot. 
And in the book, I had gotten to the point where Tracy is talking about how at this point, at this age, you should be able to distinctly recall the different types of cries that your baby has. And I just remember shutting down. And not only did I shut down, but I was so upset by this because I could not distinguish my baby's cries at that point. And I took that to mean that I was a failure as a mom, which, side note, my kids are four and two and I still cannot distinguish their cries. I mean, I've got like the life curdling scream down, but everything else is sort of the same to me. So, so. I tell you this because in that moment, though, when I read that, I felt like such a failure. But I remember that I actually ended up throwing the book because I got frustrated at it after realizing that, you know what, I'm her mom and I will and I trust my gut instinct that I know what she needs and if I don't I'll figure it out and that's true that's exactly how I got through Lucy's and how I'm still getting through Lucy's first four years of life and I share this story and how I'll bring it back to trust is in that moment you know parenting in particular there are so many books and people and coaches and opinions and I think it's really like what I learned in this process is if you let all of those voices into your head you are effed like you are screwed at least I was and so one by one I would read something and then I would sit with it and I'd say does this make sense for me for my family does this feel right and if it did I would try it and if it didn't I wouldn't and so I share this because those moments of me recognizing and questioning a different perspective or a different opinion and seeing how it sits with me that's trust that's intuition but recently I have been really struggling with this idea around trust because I'm contemplating a big leap of faith in my life and that's scary that comes with its whole host of challenges and I know that I'm on the ledge I'm so far to the ledge that my toes are peeking over and I basically am looking down and I have a parachute on but it's that act of leaping that is scaring the shit out of me because what it would mean is saying goodbye to the comfort that I've known for the last 13 years and that's scary because I am not only asking myself to trust myself but I'm asking my husband, I'm asking my family, I'm asking lots of people in my community to put their, their faith in me and my trust in myself. And I'll be honest, 
I can, I can talk a good game. I have a lot of confidence and I do know that whatever I put my mind to, I will succeed. But I'd be lying if I didn't say that there was a little voice inside of my head that was telling me that maybe it's not enough. And so if any of you, if this story resonates with you, if, if my journey with trusting yourself resonates with you, know that you're not alone. I wanted to throw out some questions for you to, to think about. You can journal about them, you can write about them, you can just think about them in the shower. But they resonated with me, and so I want to share them with you. In what areas of your life are you letting fear take control? In what areas of your life are you so desperately trying to control it that you're not letting in another opinion or perspective? If we want to trust, we need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Where are you on that spectrum? Are you ready to give yourself permission to allow yourself to be supported, to be guided, to listen to yourself? And most importantly, and these are the questions that, that I was able to go deep with when I was reflecting and journaling on them, is explore what is standing in your way. Is, is it fear? And what is that fear? Is it a fear of rejection, a fear of judgment, a fear of vulnerability? In that, what is the story, what is the narrative that you are telling yourself? And what is it costing you? You know, I recently participated in a Feel the Fear Challenge. And what was interesting about that is I have realized in my life that so often I've let fear be the narrative and I've let that control my narrative and I was talking to another woman and I said so often when we're in this fear spiral we ask ourselves what is the worst thing that can happen but what if we flip the narrative on that question what if we asked ourselves what is the best thing that can happen? So if you're standing on that ledge and you are looking over and you know that you've taken all the classes, that you have the parachute, what is the best thing that could happen? I hope this episode resonated with you. I'd love to know what you think. Um, and if you too also sometimes struggle with trusting yourself and if you have any tips or strategies, I'd love to hear them. Let me know. 
Thank you for spending time with me today. So here's the thing. When I started this journey for myself, I didn't know what to do once I admitted I wasn't happy. I felt relief for finally admitting that I was numb inside, but I didn't know what my next step should be. So I got help and I found a community. My goal with this podcast is to pay it forward. So I've just created a private Facebook community. And in this community, I hope to create a space where others can share their moments, big or small, that are part of your story. Because what I learned in going through this process myself is when you're not telling your story, someone else is telling it for you. So if you've ever had this little fire inside of you burning to share your story, if you ever heard this little voice encouraging you to write down your story, come join my Facebook community. In it, I'll be sharing more insights and truths of my own, and I'll also be sharing tips and journal prompts to get you to be starting down the path of getting comfortable sharing your story. This isn't easy, but I'm here to hold your hand because someone held my hand when I went through it myself. I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you.